Hi everyone, it's Sophia and welcome to my first episode of Pick Up The Phone. (laughs) I just wanted to say a big thank you for the amount of support I've been receiving for creating this whole podcast thing. I answered all of my DMs yesterday, like, till like 4am, answering all the people who've subscribed to this channel, and it means a fuck ton reading some of the things you guys say to me, honestly. Um, Also, if you guys hear a few background noises... I swear, I think this house is fucking haunted. I'm not at my... Okay, ugh, this is gonna sound really fucking, like, privileged for a second. But we have two houses here in Miami, and we are currently moving out of our main house because we're in the process of moving to New York. So we're renting the main house, but we have a second house that's just a couple blocks from our main house. And, oh, it's, like, one of those fucking old, like built in like 1930s at 1940 I don't even okay maybe not that old maybe like 1970s which is still pretty fucking old um but it was built like around that time and I remember when we first lived here I heard singing in my fucking bedroom I was like 12 I I cannot make this up I heard a little girl singing in my bedroom and I fucking ran out of my room crying to my brother who was playing basketball outside fucking sobbing and no one believed me because the song choice that she was singing like now that like I'm thinking about it I'm like why the fuck would she be singing that song she was singing (laughs) the song that goes like I don't know what it's saying it's like I think it's called wild one it's like hey I heard you a wild one she was singing that song I don't even know who that fucking song's by but I don't know how she would know that also, but she was singing that in my room at a really like soft pitched voice. So ever since then, I've been fucking terrified to come back to this house. We moved out of this house like, I think it was in like eighth grade we moved out of here. And it's my first time coming back since eighth grade. And now I'm like technically like a sophomore in college. So yeah, this place pretty much fucking traumatized me and none of my family believed me. But Anyways, that's beside the point. But if you do hear weird noises coming from the background, don't mind her. She's really friendly. She's a ghost. But yeah. For my first episode today, I've decided to talk about a question that a lot of people ask me. Like, I might as well just throw everything on the fucking table for the first episode. Fuck it. I'm just going to go in. (laughs) I'm going to talk about my experience moving to LA, why I left, the people there, and the emptiness that I kind of felt while living there. Towards the end of this podcast, sort of, or like mid, I don't know, I'm just gonna fucking go for it, but it's gonna get a little bit depressing and a little bit deep, so bear with me, but I'm just really throwing out everything today. So if you guys don't know, I had moved to LA in March of 2021. I had, okay, I initially had no plan on moving to LA. I was there seeing friends i had booked just to go for like two weeks i was gonna meet up with my friend and just like i don't know hang out there i wasn't planning on living there and nothing like that i got there had so much fun and like literally like three days in i was like you know what fuck it like i have enough money to live here i'm just gonna drop everything i'm not even gonna tell my parents that i'm moving here i'm just gonna fucking move here i'm gonna find a place move here ghost my parents that's it i don't know it was like I was girl bossing way too fucking hard at that moment. Cause like now that I'm thinking about it, like that was a bitch move. I literally like ghosted my parents because I was like, fuck it, I'm a girl boss. Like I don't need my parents. Like I can do this all on my own. Like, cause my parents were like, no, like Sophie, like 
you can't just like drop everything and move to LA right now. Like who the fuck do you think you are? Like you, you may be 19, but come on, like get yourself together. Like how are you going to support yourself? How are you going to live? Blah, blah, blah. They didn't know like the kind of money I was making at that time. But then I showed them like the receipts and it was definitely a girl boss moment of mine. But still there was like no thinking involved. My parents know me as a very impulsive person. I think it's because of my ADHD or maybe my anxiety that I'm like really fucking impulsive. I don't know where I get it from, but I like don't think twice about the things I do. I just kind of fucking go for it. Like my mindset is always, yellow. If, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Like I need to do it now, like blah, blah, blah. So here I was in the middle of LA. <laughs> I had no place to live yet. I was still staying at my friend's house and uh, canceled my plane ticket completely fucking ghosted my entire family i don't think i was talking to anyone oh my gosh like uh, it was extreme it was so bad of me for me at the time it was like a fucking kid in a candy store like i was going crazy i (laughs) i felt so much power because like my parents weren't there to tell me anything i was surrounded by people that were kind of doing the same thing as me like tiktok social media like it was a fucking dream i was fucking like Oh my god, I was nuts deep. How do you say that? Nuts deep? Balls deep? Oh god, I should know this. Like, I get so many fucking weird dams. Balls deep? I was balls deep (laughs) into this whole idea of living in LA. Like, I was fucking, I was going for it. I was sending it. I was like, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna do it. If I don't do it now, there's no way that I'm just ever gonna come back. So, I ended up living in a sort of content kind of house it wasn't really a content house but like it kind of was like there was other like creators living in there um and my best friend at the time lived there and it was just like perfect like it was I thought like this was the perfect plan like they had an extra room at first I was sleeping (laughs) like sandwiched into like a little bed with two other people but I was planning on moving into that room and just like paying rent for the house for like that room I was like, oh my god, I thought this was it, this was my calling, like, everything was working into plan, it was going fucking perfect, and then the house got evicted, (laughs) like, we ended up throwing this huge party at the content house, and there was fucking, like, I don't even know, somehow it got leaked, and there was fucking, like, gunshots all around the house, and just, like, random ass people because like usually when we i go to like parties or like when people i know kind of throw parties it's like okay this is like so weird but it's like tiktok parties only it's like influencer parties only and it was just like a bunch of like random fucking people showing up to this house oh my god i wanted to fucking hide there was helicopters like everywhere surrounding the house at one point And then I guess the landlord just like was like, you guys gotta fucking go. Cause it was David Dobrik's old house. So like it was already kind of known for being a party house. And then it was like, after the David Dobrik whatever house, it ended up being like a Sway Boys house. And then it turned into the house that I was living in. So it was just already like fucking known for being a party house. And I guess our party just like really, it wasn't even supposed to be a party. It was like a fucking, we were having a dinner. We were just, like, inviting, like, a few of our TikTok people over and making, like, lasagna and cookies and stuff like that. And somehow, these people barged into the fucking house and threw a fucking Project X rager. So, we ended up getting evicted and we had, like, I think we had, like, five days to figure out where to live next. 
So my mom was fucking freaking out. I this I was finally talking to my mom again because I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do. My mom was like, just go home. Like, what the fuck? Go home. Like you literally have nowhere to live in five days. Go the fuck home. Why are you staying there? Why are you even thinking about not coming back? But again, girl boss moment of me, I was like, I cannot go back. Cause I know once I go back, like I just get stuck where I'm at. Lucky for me, I found an apartment. It was a little like studio apartment, but it wasn't really studio. Like it didn't feel like a studio because it had like this little ledge and like this whole like separate bedroom, but there was just no door. So like it was a studio, but like it didn't look like one. It was really fucking cozy. Oh my God. Like everyone that walked in could vouch that it was so cozy. I bought all my furniture. It was so freaking cute. Um, I had so many good friends. But I feel like three days after living in that apartment is when everything started fucking going downhill. Actually, it started to go fucking downhill when I started catching feelings for a fucking TikTok boy. What is wrong with me? Okay, so there was this boy. Um, I <laughs> had known him on TikTok for like a year and he was like one of my biggest TikTok crush. Like before like ever meeting him, before any of that shit. So like... When I pulled him, <laughs> I guess that's what you called him, when, like, he saw me as attractive, I was like, oh, fuck, this is it. Like, this is my moment. This is my time to shine. So, big mistake of mine. Big, big, big mistake of mine. I just, again, with my fucking impulsive decisions, I was like, this is it. I'm going to lose my virginity to him. <laughs> Which was such a bad fucking idea. I had been, I think a lot of people know this. Um, cause it like shocks people for some fucking reason. I don't know why, but I had been saving my virginity for God fucking knows how long. Um, I had been planning on losing it to someone really special. Like I did, I didn't want to lose it to someone that I just didn't really care about or just had no attachment to. So the fact that I was going through with this was fucking wild of me. This is again, we're a girl boss to the extreme. So I ended up going to this boy's house and I unfortunately lost my v-card to this tiktok boy which oh god why would I do that it was a wonderful time he was really respectful with it though um very cautious which was nice and like it, now that I think about it like whatever like it wasn't as bad as I really fucking put it a lot of people feel regret in like the immediate aftermath of losing their virginity, which, oh, fuck yeah, I kind of did. Well, I did feel like, I don't know, I felt kind of empowered because I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I finally did it. But um, like feeling that regret is somewhat natural unless you're in like the relatively small subset of people who are like numb to matters of sexual experience. But like for the rest of us, their virginity is given up in a setting that leads to second guessing and maybe like remorse even if we like the actual losing of the virginity when it was happening <laughs> oh my god when i sound like i don't even know fucking freak um but when you lose it to a guy or a girl that isn't someone special in your life then those feelings come really fucking quick like man i <laughs> became obsessed with him the second like the dick <laughs> oh my god the second um the whole shebang went down I don't know if it was only me that's ever experienced this or maybe everyone else experiences this, but like the second I lost it, 
it was like some sort of fucking attachment to this kid and like I couldn't control it like it's so fucking embarrassing but I was down bad I was the definition of down bad like I would do anything at that point now I know my worth and I'm over it but at that moment oh my god I was like fucking on my knees for this kid and then we (laughs) spent a lot of time together I think I spent like a fucking month there just like living in his room basically because how much I spent time with him and then once like the whole thing ended ah god was I feeling fucking like regret ever giving my virginity to him like oh my god did I fucking regret it I was like sobbing every single night because I was just like why am I such an idiot why would I do that to myself why would I put myself through that like pain and it was even worse for me because like we had mutual friends like I was in the same friend group as him so it completely fucking like ruined all the friendships I was in and and he would tell people he would be like I don't know why she's so obsessed with me like blah 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 like it was just a virginity like why why can't she get over it blah blah blah. which is so fucking rude at that (laughs) like that is so rude to say like I had been waiting for someone special to do that and I was a fucking idiot and decided to just go through with it but the fact and I found out like he only really kept me around at first because um he felt bad since he took my virginity so he felt bad for me and he just kept me around solely because of that reason not because like he thought I was funny or liked my personality or anything in that fucking nature at first it was because he felt bad for me so when I found that out oh my god I was like what the fuck am I like what is my purpose of being here like (laughs) no one actually really cares for my personality or anything like that I think later on as we spent more time together he kind of liked me I believe I don't know that's what he told me but that fucking ended and that was fucking history so I was going through it I was fucking oh my gosh it was like heartbreak at its finest um and I was just second guessing everything I was like why (laughs) why did I waste my time I mean it's natural to second guess your decision like there's a never-ending list of what ifs you can run through your mind and then I just kind of realized um you got to get yourself together and move fucking forward with your life And for some people, it's not a big deal, but for other people, it could be a big deal. So I don't know, it it really depends who you are, like who you are, but for me, it was a fucking big deal. I now realize hookups aren't really my thing, so I'm not gonna do it again. In my mind, I'm just gonna now make sure the next guy who has more status than simply he's hot and I'm horny because that's exactly what I was like going through my mind at that very moment. I was like, he's hot, he's my TikTok crush, I'm fucking horny, let's go. And now I realize, like, the next guy that, you know, has that interaction with me, I'm going to make sure he kind of likes me (laughs) before I fucking do that because, man, that was such a bad, stupid decision of me, but whatever. So that's when everything kind of really started going downhill when I, (laughs) like, got my first little heartbreak in L.A. Heartbreak in L.A. Um, Sorry, I don't know why I'm just saying. (laughs) But it was time to move on. And I had a new apartment and I was ready to fucking take over the world at that very moment. I had lost a, a few people in the fucking um, the war. like. But I knew that there was so many other um, TikTok creators and whatever people in the same job <laughs> as me, I guess. I knew there were so many other people I could meet and whatever. I was like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just keep going forward. Let's go. There were a lot of parties that I would attend, and it was like a fucking rush of high. It was like 
every night a new party and it was fun it would i can't even argue like it was like a good time it was just weird <laughs> it was so weird it was like seeing your tiktok explore page right in person it was a fucking fever dream because like i would see people that i've been like following for like a long time or like i've been like kind of mutuals with on the internet but i've never met them i've never really talked to them and you'd see them and it was just like trippy it was <laughs> i don't know everyone lives there or like everyone's always visiting there it was it was so weird like la for me was just like a bunch of kids running around doing the same exact thing as me so like how how could i not love it so it was like parties back and forth um lots of people meeting blah 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 and then it just started getting fucking repetitive it was like oh this person's having a party again oh yeah cannot wait to see them all over again and it was like if you have drama with one person you have drama with the entire fucking squad the int oh my gosh like i had some drama okay not some drama it was like major drama <laughs> with this one girl who was i guess like jealous that her ex-boyfriend kind of had a little thing going on for me um so she was oh my god was she fucking triggered and she made her whole fucking group like hate me oh my god i would like walk into the parties i'll be like man what is this i felt like a fucking i was a prey all because she was insecure and jealous over the fact that her ex-boyfriend had a thing for me that I wasn't even interested in. So then, this is when it just started getting fucking even more terrible. Every party, you see the same people. So every party, I would see the same little group of her little posse, click whatever, of TikTokers that fucking hated me all because of her. I still had a lot of, like, good friends, but, like, then I just started feeling like a freaking burden to all of my friends because I was like, this little group hates me. Like, I don't want to hang out with my friends and then feel like, I don't know, it was, it's like hard to explain. I don't want people to feel like embarrassed to kind of hang out with me. I've always felt like that. Like throughout high school, I've always thought that people were embarrassed to be around me and to hang out with me, maybe because of the way I look. I was always super fucking insecure about the way I look. So I assumed that like people were embarrassed to be with me or maybe the way I act or my personality. I don't know. Like I, that's why I'm always so kept to myself because I was always scared. I still am scared of like the way people interpret me. So then I started like losing a lot of friends because of myself because this whole I had this whole image in my head that nobody wanted to be around me. When honestly, probably they did. Like they, I never really did anything to them. They never did anything to me. It was a great friendship that we had, but I would fucking like run off and hide and just cancel my plans because I was fucking terrified that they were just, they did not want to be seen with me. And I, oh my God, it's such a sucky feeling, feeling unwanted and just like no one wants to be surrounded by you. And it was all in my fucking head. So then I lost so many friends because of my own head. <laughs> like I don't even know I mean not only did I lose friends because of my head but just like the people in LA are just fucking horrible so maybe I'm just like okay I don't want to like suck on my own tit oh my god did I just say that suck on my own tit okay well I'm just gonna go with it then I don't want to suck on my own tit but I think I'm like a little bit ahead <laughs> like I I don't know how to explain it 
Like, I don't want to say that I know more than people because whatever, that's kind of like fucking stuck up of me to say. But I feel like I'm a little bit more open-minded than a lot more people. I'm just like hyping myself up. I don't know if this is correct or if this sounds rude for me to say, but I do. That's what I believe, so I'm just going to say it. I just feel like a lot of people's mindsets in LA are all stuck on the same exact thing. And I feel like I like broke through that shit. Like I never changed the way I was for anyone or anything like that. And I feel like everyone living there did. Like nobody had no clear idea with what they wanted to do with life. I mean, neither did I, but at least like I didn't rely on like clout chasing and just like riding on everyone's fucking dick to try to get followers and shit like that. Like that's what everyone there relies on. Like that is what they came there to do. I didn't go to LA to fucking gain followers and to do all that fucking shit and just climb my way up to the top or something. I went to LA just for myself because ever since I was like, I don't even know, like maybe like seven or six, I always told myself I was going to be famous. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I always told myself I'm going to be famous and I'm going to move to LA. So it was more of just like a goal of mine, like an accomplishment sort of thing to try to achieve for myself and not for like anything other than that, just to see how it was. Because I knew if I didn't ever try it out, then I was, I was always going to wonder what it's like to live there. Like, I'm so thankful that I decided to give it a shot because if I didn't give it a shot, then I would never know how it could have ended up. It would have always just been like a what if, like what if I decided to move there? And shit like that. So I'm really thankful that I did decide to move there. But man, did that teach me a lot. Anyways, the people in LA just fucking sucked. Like, it's not LA that I hate because, like, the place is beautiful. Well, it's not beautiful. But, like, it's a cool place. Like, I'm not going to judge that. But the people, oh my gosh. It was just, like, the influencer side. Like, I swear, you're, if you're probably just, like, a normal human being going on through your day, you're probably nice as fuck. Like, you're probably so cool. But it's just like the influencers that like took over. They value like people's lives based on how much money you make and how many followers they have on Instagram. Like you would go to a party and the first thing they would fucking ask you is like, like, what's your TikTok? Like how many followers you have? I was like, oh my God, they can't over yourself. Just like they would only ask you that just so then they can um, show you their TikToks and how many followers they have. It was like, oh, so fucking nasty. They just, like, don't value people based on their character or personality. They think they're better than, like, everyone else and that people need to worship the ground that they walk on. Like, I walked into a party and they expect me to, like, fucking suck on their toes or something. It was literally just, like, looking at your TikTok for you page just in person. And, like, everyone knows how toxic TikTok is. So, like, imagine being surrounded by those people 24-7. It was, like, no escaping. And people don't understand how difficult it is to kind of escape something once you're already like sort of deep in it (laughs) like it's easier said than done when people are like oh just like leave the tiktok environment go make normal friends blah 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 but people don't really know how difficult it is if if you don't have a platform you don't you don't know how hard it is just to completely like remove your something from something you've been in for such a long time it's like you don't know better it's like let's say you're in a toxic relationship you you don't know better to like leave like let's say they're treating you like fucking shit and everyone's like girl or boy get yourself out of that relationship like i can see it it's so bad for you get out of it and and everyone just kind of stays they stay because they feel comfortable in it 
um, and they're scared. And that's exactly like how I felt. I felt scared to leave the um, environment I was in pretty much. So I just felt really fucking stuck and lost and I didn't know what to do and I didn't like anyone. And then I just started becoming depressed. I mean, I've always had depression probably since like eighth grade is when my depression kind of started. Um, and it's like been building up ever since. Like it just got like worse over time. It was like, as days went by, my friends, who I, again, assumed didn't want to hang out with me, even though they would text me asking to hang out with me, I still loved to assume that they didn't actually really want to hang out with me. So then I would just, like, fucking ghost everyone. And that's when, like, my big depression, like, that fucking wave just really hit me. I wore the same pajamas for, like, three weeks straight. Like, I, oh my god, it was so nasty. I would stay in bed in the fucking darkness. I wouldn't answer anyone. I was like, I was dormant pretty much. For the people that don't really know what depression feels like, I'm gonna kind of describe it for you guys so you know the emotions that I kind of went through and what I deal with like on a fucking daily basis because a lot of people see my Instagram and they're like, girly, you don't have depression. Like you're smiling, you're this, you're that. But like, I'm telling you, it's all fucking fake. I, I'm admitting it here my instagram like pictures 100 percent fake i'm not that fucking happy um so okay to describe depression the big thing depression feels like is sadness which is what everybody would tell you um the sun could be shining birds are chirping but you're like lying in your bed wondering why you're even allowed to fucking live longer and it just feels like emptiness you have all these possibilities and none of them fucking seem interesting It's like a constant state of closing my eyes just so time would go by faster. Like I would fucking just, oh my God, this sounds so bad. But I would take shots of Benadryl like at 2 p.m. just so I can fucking knock myself out or like NyQuil just to knock myself out for like at least three hours so then I wouldn't like check on my phone and notice that no one's messaging me and I just wouldn't think. I just like liked being asleep so then I just wouldn't fucking feel alive. And the more I did that, the more deeper of a state of depression I kind of, oh, what What am I saying? I kind of got into. It started feeling like desperation, like the tears did not stop and I didn't know why. You just know that it really fucking hurts. And I would like bury myself in books and movies so that at least I can like imagine something other than myself. And then you just fall further and further and eventually you start drop in commitments you like become known as the person the flake that everyone knows will um, back out people just start fucking getting annoyed at you and you cause so much trouble by constantly disappearing and backing out on so many people like i lost so many friends so many friends because i would flake on all of my plans I think I'm known by all of my friends that I'm a ghoster and I flake and all that shit. And I wish I wouldn't flake. I I promise everyone, I wish I wasn't like that. But I just don't know better because it's my fucking mind. It's the way that it works. And I do warn people now. I, I warn people. It sounds bitchy, but I have to tell them. Like I tell people now that I'm like, by the way, sometimes I fall into the state and I just fucking ghost and I really just never feel like getting out of bed sometimes, so I'm sorry. Like, please don't let this ruin our friendship. 
But, like, for other people, like, other friendships that I've lost, I didn't tell them that. And so now... <laughs> Now they have like this image of me that I'm a flake and so on. And then they tell other people and it's just like a never ending cycle of everyone assuming like I'm this huge fucking flake because I'm a bitch and I went Hollywood and all this stuff. But really it's because it's my depression. It's like what goes through mind is I look myself in the mirror and I just don't like what I see. So then I get embarrassed to even show my face in public and I get scared that people see me the way that I see myself. Like... I've always been insecure about my cheeks because, man, I have fucking, like, chipmunk cheeks. Let's be honest here. I have really chubby cheeks, and I've always had that ever since I was little. And it's, like, it's not something I can ever really get rid of, I guess. I don't don't even know. Like, I've tried losing weight for it. Like, I, okay, we're going to talk, this is a major trigger warning. We're going to talk about eating for a second, but... I've had my solid fair shares of eating disorders and even when I was fucking like anorexic I still had these chubby cheeks and I would still look at myself as fucking fat and gross it was like I could never be okay with myself and my mom she wanted to put me like in a fucking psych ward because she was like girly you are not doing good like she had to fly out to come see me because it had never been that bad and on top of that i had like my hair was fucking falling out because i bleached the fuck out of my hair and then i like dyed it brown but it was such an awful brown like it was like dark that it made me even more depressed because then i started looking goth so then that just made me even more depressed and it was like a horrible time i didn't want to send selfies so then i would ghost people because i felt ugly to send selfies it was this whole fucking thing and then um i was like mom like let's cancel this lease fucking early and let's let's leave i didn't even like make like i don't even know how long i was living there for i think it was like five months six months i don't even know but it was a fucking short amount of time and then like everyone on the internet sees that and they're like oh this bitch must be toxic because like i move a lot like i lived in tallahassee because i was going to school at florida state and I didn't really want to go to Tallahassee, but I was like, fuck it. Like, let me just try it out. And I I don't think I even lasted two months there. But it was, like, so bad because it was, like, everyone from my high school. I just, like, kind of fucking hate people, I guess. It was, like, everyone from high school just seeing them all over again. And I didn't even want to give it a chance anymore. I was like, fuck this, I'm leaving. So then from leaving there and then leaving L.A., like, I got all these fucking rude DMs. Like, people, like... Why do you move around so much? Like, you must be a horrible person and toxic, blah, blah, blah. But really, it's just my shitty mindset of myself. And then ever since leaving LA, it's been a lot better, <laughs> I would say that. At first, it was really fucking difficult. Like, the first, like, three weeks of leaving LA and, like, living back at my house, mainly because I would see, like, all the parties going on and Snapchats and, like, Again, everyone wishing, like, I wish I could have had a better experience sometimes, and I wish I could have, I don't know, not been so fucking, I don't know how to explain it, open-minded. Because I see everyone else having such an amazing time living in LA, 
and I was like, why, why didn't I not have the same experience as everyone else? And it like kind of bummed me out for the first couple of weeks because it made me feel like I was this huge fucking problem and that, I don't know, it was just like a really hard time for me for the first like three weeks. But ever since then, uh, my depression has gotten a bit better. I haven't fixed myself up completely, but I try really hard not to fall back into that mindset I was at. I still have like major depressive episodes like last night for instance it was like 4 a.m and i was fucking screaming and crying into my pillow i was trying my best to like not let my parents hear but a part of me wanted me to let them hear it just so they can come check up on me and someone could see the way i felt which like is pretty fucking sad but i just like i don't know i i get embarrassed about my feelings but at the same time i just like fucking pray that someone anyone would just like sit down and see how i really feel so i was like fucking screaming for like a solid like three minutes just like hysterically crying um and then i had this weird switch i always have this like weird fucking switch and in that moment i like stopped myself and i tried to really think of the present um and i realized like how you see yourself and what story you tell to yourself determines the outcomes in your life like when you say you're lonely Like, what exactly are you telling yourself? You're saying that I'm missing a connection with other humans that I think others have. So you're comparing yourself to other people based on your assumptions of how they feel. Like, when you say you no longer want to live because you feel lonely, you're telling yourself that you need and depend on other people to feel happy and worthy. So basically saying you're not worthy of living if someone doesn't accept you or spend time with you, which is like a really fucking shitty way to put yourself. Like I thought because people didn't want to hang out, hang out with me or because people didn't want to text me that, man, I was just like fucking going to kill myself or something. But loneliness is just a label that you've given yourself. So stop believing it and refuse it and learn to start enjoying your own company. Do things that make you happy, whatever they may be. So lately I've been trying to take up a lot of hobbies, like for instance, podcasting. Like I don't really have any fucking benefits for it. I'm not like making money off of it. I'm kind of just like doing it for myself and my mental health. Um, I took up guitar, which I fucking loved. It was so cool. Um, I started learning a bit more piano. I read a lot of books. Um, I, I don't know, I've been starting to kind of do things for myself. And then when you're able to do that consistency, you, I don't know, learn to enjoy your own company and you no longer feel lonely. And then that's when people will genu- like genuinely want to be with you. So all you gotta do, I know it's hard, but deep down, you know your life is worth living. Go inside and start looking for some answers. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. And one one day at a time, we'll get there, guys. Yeah, it's crazy what the mind fucking has control of sometimes. Like, the fact that, like, all of this really just started in my head. Ugh, such a bad feeling. Yeah, I definitely think LA is a cool place. I don't know. I think it's a cool place if you really know what you're doing and you don't lose yourself and you don't try to be someone you're not and clout chase. If you're if you're there for that, all means go for it. Fucking live your dreams. Do it. Go, girl. But I hate the people that live there and they say, oh, I fucking hate living in LA. Like, it's so toxic, blah, blah, blah. And don't do anything about it. Like, there's a difference. I say LA's fucking toxic. And I did something about it. Fucking left. The people that are stuck there, 
oh my gosh, like I feel so fucking sorry for you because they're like trapped in the mindset that they have to be there in order to gain followers and all this shit. Like they're stuck in that mindset of clout chasing. So I don't feel sorry for the people that live there and say that it's toxic and then just don't do anything about it. Because if you're unhappy with your life, man, try your best to fucking change it. For me, like, I was quick to realize that, like, LA was just, like, disappointment after fucking disappointment. Like, I had this whole image that it was, like, like, I knew it was a toxic place. Everyone fucking knows, like, and hears the little rumors about it and stuff like that. I knew what I was getting in for, but then once you were there, you, like, realize how actually terrible it is and how much it affects your mental health. Nobody gives a fuck about your personality. No one actually wants to get to know you. No one will sit down with you and ask you your favorite colors your favorite food and shit like that they will just complain about their uh shitty influencer life and that is it and then you're just sitting there listening to their fucking miserable life no one there is actually happy with themselves like i can't even name one person i have so many friends that live there no one there is actually fucking happy with themselves and then they like put it all over social media that they are and like they like preach all this shit and i'm like guys like (laughs) fix yourself it's just like a bunch of freaking hypocrites in one little place as much as it traumatized me i do have no regrets living there obviously because like i said it would have been a what if and i i really learned a lot about myself and i really pushed myself to almost the fucking edge And I bounced back. So now I know mentally I'm capable of taking on a lot and growing and becoming stronger. And I'm really fucking proud of me for doing that. And I'm really proud of you guys too. If anyone has ever dealt with depression or I don't know, just like anything in that sort of nature, I'm so fucking proud of you for being here still. So that's my little depressing sort of uh, reason why I left LA. For, for everyone that was DMing me, wondering why I left that, there you go. Those are my reasons. I mean, there's a lot more to it, obviously, but I have, like, a really fucking bad memory sometimes, and I, I always forget what I'm going to say, so maybe in another podcast episode I'll touch over a little bit more, but that's all I can really think about on the spot. <laughs> if you are planning on moving out to L.A., Just don't lose yourself. That's like the best advice I can give you. Stay true to yourself. Don't compare yourself to what other people are doing. Or if you're just moving anywhere in general or anything in life, just stop it. Just stop comparing yourself to what you're seeing on social media. Stop comparing yourself to people in real life. Man, I can't even tell you how fucking fake everything is. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to my first episode of this podcast and it felt really good just kind of fucking talking i don't really have that many people to talk to or rant about to because again i feel like a fucking burden sometimes so having this little podcast thing going on is like gonna be really beneficial for me because i got a lot of dms um last night asking me like what the fuck is your point of like making a podcast like it's so unuseful blah 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 I mean, hey, yeah, it might be fucking unuseful for you, but this, again, this is not all about my followers and stuff like that. Like, sometimes I like doing things for myself. I don't have to do things to please other people. I'm here to please myself, 
I'm here to find new hobbies that I like and interests, and I'm just giving it a shot because you never know where things can take you, and it, it just doesn't hurt to try. But yeah, thank you guys so, so much for uh, listening. It really means a lot. Uh, hopefully, you've learned a little bit more about me, and hopefully, I've taught you a few things, but... Again, this is just my experience. Everyone has completely different experiences. You could probably live in LA and fucking love it. You can be fucking bitches left and right. You can be having the time of your life, going to parties, blah, blah, blah. Like, gaining a lot of followers. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you like that whole thing. But for me, I think I'm a, a bit more down to earth and more centered with the world <laughs> than this whole, like, fucking dream I don't even know if that made sense. Sometimes I just say things. I'm like, does that make sense? It makes sense in my brain, but maybe not to you guys. Anyways, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Um, I don't know when I'm going to post my next one because I'm leaving to England on Thursday. And, God, I don't think I really want to film any videos there. Uh, Maybe I'll, like, film this whole week and then just, like, post them throughout the weeks. Because I think I'm staying there for like two weeks. So I, I don't want to film at my grandma's house where everyone can hear me. That's kind of fucking embarrassing. But I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Um, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>